Hey everyone, welcome to the newly minted podcast lead generation show. I am your host, Cliff Duvinois, and today uh, we're going to be talking about the most important part of your business as well as your marketing. See you after the intro. Hey, world changers. So you've got a podcast for your business, but you aren't exactly sure how to use it. Well, welcome to the show that's about to change all of that. In this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you the best tips, strategies, and tactics that's going to transform your marketing and elevate your business. Those hangups you have, gone. Those roadblocks, we're knocking them over. It's time to kick your business into overdrive. Welcome to the Podcast Lead Generation Show. Hey there, world changers. Cliff here. Today, we're starting a five-part series. And every single day this week actually is going to line up with one of the days from the podcast lead generation challenge. Every single day, we're going to be talking about a specific topic, uh, giving the people who attend the challenge a homework assignment to be able to go off and to complete. And of course, uh, part of this is, is that I want to share some of the content like micro topics, so to speak. I uh, still going to keep the episodes between 10 to 15 minutes because I just like that pocket of time. It's probably about enough time before I even get tired of hearing my own voice. So, but that's, that's my target, right? 10 to 15 minutes for each one of these. And so with that being said, let's go ahead and jump in. So this first topic that we are talking about is probably one of the most important aspects of understanding your business, not only being able to start your business, but to be able to grow your business. This is going to impact your marketing. It's going to impact your sales. It's going to impact your product design. It's going to impact the service that you offer. So what am I talking about? It's to gain crystal clear understanding, complete 100% transparency, to truly understand who it is that you have been called to serve. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and the rest of you, I am talking about your ideal customer avatar. Hip and hip with that, niching down. Now, I remember when I first started my business way back in the day and I was doing a lot of video work. That was my first business was, was doing videos. And I, I got certified in how to you know, edit videos and create videos. And I thought I knew how to tell stories through videos. And I'm like, you know what? Videos are really cool because there's marketing videos out there because YouTube is starting to become a real big thing. So there's marketing videos that are out there. There's training videos that are out there. This is awesome. And every industry on the planet can use videos. I don't care who it is, right? Yeah. Well, I tell you what, even if I was lucky enough to get a decision maker on the phone, I could never convince them that I truly understand the problems that they're facing. Right? I just couldn't. You know, when they were talking to me and they would say, so how much do you know about the automotive industry? Well, I was an engineer at Delphi for two years. Yeah, but you're not selling cars. And that's what we really need is somebody who kind of understands what it's like to actually sell something with videos. I did not have that background. I didn't have uh, that particular expertise, but that didn't stop me from giving up. You know, it didn't stop me from trying, but you know what? It was a struggle, right? It was an absolute struggle. And I wish to God that I had listened because all of the smart people that are out there, you know, if you go out and you listen to anybody out there, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, Sarah Blakely, right? Whether it's Damon John, whether it, I, I don't care who it is, 
they all will say the same thing, right? To new entrepreneurs coming out there, that the best thing you can do for your business is to niche down. Yet it's one thing that new entrepreneurs just do not want to do. For some reason, we just refuse to do it because I guess we have to do things the hard way (laughs) to start with before we start doing things the easier way. So to truly understand the resistance, right, that people have to niching down. And by the way, it's not just people who are just starting a business. This also applies to people that have been in business for a while. And it's actually part of the reason why I am convinced in my heart of hearts after talking to a few people, right? They're doing really well for themselves, but they don't niche down, right? That's, that's, that's where everything always starts. And it's amazing how, you know, when I come back and talk to these people after they niche down, how much more money that they're making. And I know that sounds completely counterintuitive because we're just so used to thinking about it in terms of numbers, right? Well, if I niche down, then my market size is going to be smaller, That is true, but the amount of revenue that you're going to make is actually going to go up. So let's talk a little bit more about uh, this resistance to niching down. So as I mentioned before, part of this comes from the thinking that if you niche down, you are going out there and you are excluding people, right? And it's really easy to sit there and look at your product and be like, you know what, man, I created this thing, everybody on the planet should be able to use this. Well, you know, that may be true, but it still doesn't change the fact that you need to niche down so you can demonstrate that you truly understand the pain points that your ideal customer avatar has. Because once you do that, you know, your marketing becomes easier, your sales becomes easier, right? So let's take a step back. My ideal customer avatar, her name is Christine. And when I wrote up Christine's information, uh, I went from one page to two page, finally wound up at like five and a half pages. I know everything there is to know about Christine. Obviously, Christine is fictional. I made her up, but she represents that part of the market that I feel that I can truly help and truly impact. One of the things with Christine is that she is married and she's got two kids. This means that family time is very important to her. Now, what does family time have to do with podcasting? What does family time have to do with growing a business, Cliff? I don't get it. Well, it's actually very simple because one of the things that I realized when I was putting together this challenge, when I was putting together my process, is the fact that Christine doesn't have another two hours in her day to try to adopt a process for her business because she's already she's already swamped. She's already working 10, 11 hours a day just to keep the lights on. So whatever I design, whatever I create, whatever I build, whether it's a product or whether it's service, I have to first be able to clear off time on Christine's plate or one of her VAs, one of her employees, but I have to clear time off their plate so that way they can focus on following the podcast lead generation system, right? It's just that easy. And where do we start? Biggest pain point, ideal customer avatar. Exactly what we are talking about today. So, Since we're talking about niching down, the resistance of niching down, 
it would almost behoove us to talk about the scarcity mentality. And a lot of us will sit there and say, you know what? You need to come from a place of abundance, not scarcity. But you know what? When you are not niching down, when you are honestly looking people in the eye and saying, you know what? I have a product that all 7.5 billion people on the planet could use, right? You are coming from a place of scarcity, right? That's just all there is to it. If you try to be everything to everyone, then you're nothing to no one. And what you're trying to do, just more or less, is do anything you can to get sales through the door. And you'll basically say anything to be able to make that happen. That's not an abundance mindset. That is a scarcity mindset. So where does this come from? Right? What makes us think this way? What makes us react in this way? Well, if we go back to the CTFAR model, right? Circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result. And I just love that thing, by the way. I'm so glad that my mindset coach pointed that out. But if we go back to that model, right? So we're talking about niching down. And we say, okay, we got to niche down. Niche down isn't good or bad. It's just something that everybody recommends that we do. Our first thought in our head is that we're going to exclude people. What is the feeling that comes with it? Right? It's not anger. It's not sadness. It's fear. Right? That's exactly what we think. That's the place where we come from is fear. FOMO. Fear of missing out. Don't want to niche down because the entire world could use my product. Right? What you're, you know, what you're really saying is that I don't want to niche down because I'm scared I'm going to alienate somebody. They could be giving me money and I want, I want everybody's money. Well, truth be told, you're not going to get everybody's money. <laughs> okay? So let's just kind of put that on the table. But the fear of missing out. Now, I actually did some research, which I know is a little bit weird, but we have the Harvard Business Review. And I actually like looked in there. I'm like, what causes FOMO? Right? What causes this fear of missing out? According to the Harvard Business Review, FOMO, or you know, fear of missing out, is caused either by anxiety or by depression. One of the two. I will bet you dollars to donuts, right? And this is just me waxing poetical here, but I will bet you dollars to donuts that in the world of the entrepreneur, anxiety is one of the motions out there that we all share because we've all been in that position where, you know, we got to figure out, well, how are we going to make payroll, right? Where is that money going to come from? You know, can I really afford to turn this customer away, right? I got a mortgage payment that's coming due. Right. So it's it's a place of anxiety, right, that that we're creating fear and then fear is coming out in our actions. Right. Because our actions actually in this particular case. Right. Niching down. We don't want to exclude anybody. Fear. Is the is the feeling our action is to do nothing. Right. It's inaction. I don't want to niche down. So I am not going to do it. And the result is your business is struggling. It's not growing like you really, truly want it to. Now, let's talk about a couple of myths here that we're going to bust real quick. The first myth is that by niching down, you're actually excluding a bunch of the market. False. I don't believe that second. I don't believe that's true for one second. Let me tell you why. A couple weeks ago, I attended a TikTok class. This was put on by one of my summit speakers. 
Samantha Vlashenu. She did a great job. But her business, right, this TikTok class that she has, that she's running, this right here is primarily geared towards women entrepreneurs. Yet I signed up for it and I attended it. Okay. Now, when I signed up for it, there was no checkbox that said, check here if you're a man. And I checked that box that says, oh, sorry, you're a man. You can't attend. No. My money is just as green as everybody else's. And Sam gets that. Now, I was the only guy in the TikTok room. There was like 10 of us in there. I was the only guy that was in there. And I was okay with that. Why? Right? And I could, you know, say, oh, I like being surrounded by women. It didn't matter because the information is the same. It's still applicable whether you're a man or a female, right? Starting a TikTok account, right? How do you create it? How do you find the right hashtags? How do you turn in or tune in on your keywords? How do you create a video? All this stuff. It didn't matter. But yet Sam is very clear in her marketing who it is that she serves. So it wasn't surprising to me, first off, that she actually had 10 people in her class, all of them women, because she's speaking to the pain points that female entrepreneurs have. Not speaking to the pain points for the men, just for the women. I mean, like I said, I attended because I think that TikTok could be a great way to get the word out with regards to this podcast challenge, right? It's just that easy. Now, for my podcast lead generation challenge, you know, if a man looks at it and says, hey, you know what? I think I could use this, right? My my business, I, I really want to know how I can use my podcast to grow my business, right? Generate leads, be able to help with my marketing. Well, Mazel tov. He can sign up and he's going to get just as much value out of this as a woman would. It's just that easy. But all of my marketing from, you know, producing these podcast episodes to product design to, uh, you know, coming up with my messaging, everything is geared towards trying to get the female business owner to sign up for this particular challenge, right? That's, that's exactly it. That's my goal. That's what I'm going after. That's what I'm shooting for, right? It's just that easy, okay? Now, if we understand fear, right? This is where it's coming from. It's coming from a place of fear, right? So if we understand that it's coming from a place of fear, the next question I have for you is that, Is it more fun or less fun to serve a customer coming from a place of fear? Right? It's no fun at all. I have been that. I've I've been there where I've had to accept a client just because they offered me money. I had to discount my price to do it, you know, but at least I had money coming through the door. I could make my mortgage payment. I could pay for groceries, but I really couldn't do a lot more than that, right? Because they kind of had me over a barrel. And you know what? I was miserable the entire time that I was doing it too. And so when I stopped working for them, I mean, the CEO was great, right? Had a really great relationship with him. It was the COO that just made everything absolutely intolerable. And every time I was in a meeting and he was there, my skin just crawled because I just knew that I was going to have a miserable time. Not because you know, the fact that he was in the meeting, but because he really treated me very poorly. So uh, anyways, keep going from there. So we've got the fear element, right? But the thing is, and I've heard this said more than more than one time, more than two times, right? Probably a ton of times. 
Uh, the last time I heard it was actually from Will Smith. Now, Will Smith, he had this video on YouTube, and I love this video. He's talking about skydiving, and he's sharing that experience uh, with a class. And he's talking about what it's like to skydive, and it's really, really fun. If you go to Will Smith skydiving, uh, the video will pop up. It's like three, four minutes long, I think. He ends that video. He's talking about fear the entire time and fear and, and the impact that it has on people. And he keeps talking fear, 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 right? But then at the very end of the video, right, when it shows him jumping out of the plane, right, and the absolute bliss that he felt, you know, skydiving. The one thing he said at the end of his video was that God put the best things in life just on the other side of fear. And to me, that is so, so true. So if we can accept that premise, if we know that if we can just get past our fears, the best things in life are just on the other side, FOMO, or the fear of missing out, turns into JOMO, the joy of missing out. I've got a whole talk lined up on JOMO, right? The joy of missing out and how awesome it is. But if you want to hear it, you're going to have to sign up for the podcast Lead Generation Challenge. Yes, I went there, ladies and gentlemen. So you have to sign up for the challenge to learn more about that because I probably will not be talking about it in the podcast again. But yeah, just go to podcastleadgeneration.com, sign up. It's free. It's an hour once a day, every day for five days. By the time by the by the time you get to make it to day five, your podcast will have changed to become a really true high-powered marketing machine for your business and a lead generation machine. So with that being said, I'm gonna draw this episode to a close. And I hope you guys are all doing well, and I will catch you in the next episode. Cheers. <music>